Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. Today I'm with you to talk about having your shit together through tough times in life, but mainly in business. Um, I've got four points that, sorry, if you just heard like a peeling noise, I was just peeling my oversized post-it notes away from the um, from the recording. There we go. I want to cover this off on the Inner Work Conversation podcast because it's come up on um, client calls that I've had today where particularly with business owners where there's no sort of annual leave or emergency holidays to take. I think when stuff comes up in life and we've still got a business to run, there's no doubt about it. It's hard. And I think that the more this is discussed as like a, let's just lay that out there. It's hard. like, <laughs> And it's normal for it to be hard and it's okay for it to be hard. And it doesn't mean that you're failing if you're finding it hard um, and I'm finding that my client calls, well, a couple of client calls that um, this has come up on over the past couple of days, even just that alone has been nourishing and a nurturing relief to hear that actually just because things are a bit of a shit show in life and it is impacting business, which I want to talk about in this episode today, it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. And it it doesn't mean anything about you. It means that you're going through something in life or in business, usually in life, that's impacting your ability to do things the way you'd normally do them in business. And that's okay. So I've got four points that I've decided I want to talk about. Um, this is how I prep my episodes. So it's just a large post-it note from Sainsbury's. If you're on Spotify and you can see the video, um, I find these post-it notes like the 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 oil that holds my business together. That's <laughs> That is three pounds well spent. But anyway, I've got <laughs> I've got um four points to make. And I wanted to start off by saying the more I'm evolving as a business owner myself, and just to be clear on that, I was actually saying to my coach the other day, having your own business, running your own business is literally like evolving out loud. That's how it feels, right? That for me, my experience is it feels like business is a, is an opportunity for me to evolve that I love that about it but as I am evolving as a business owner and in myself and I'm maturing as a human um and I'm evolving as a human I have noticed that my values are changing as well so not necessarily changing as in it's not that anymore it's just I think that there's more depth to my values and there's more there's more experience that I've had in business so that, for example, when these shit times are coming up in life and it's impacting business, I think that there's more depth then because you've got the life experience. One sentence or one word can can take on a completely different definition. And, and anyway, I was exploring my values of my work and the word cultivating comes up a lot when I describe the values of my work. So this isn't necessarily the values of me as a human being. This is more about the values of the, the work that I do. And it's about cultivating self-sufficiency within my clients. It's about cultivating self-support within my clients. It's about cultivating resourcefulness within my clients. And I want to go into each of those three before I go into the main bit of the episode, which is all about how to have your shit together when life is a shit show, but you've still got a business to run because it is hard. There's no doubt about it. It's hard. And the reason that I bring my values up and like how this all slots together and how this all fits in is when I'm working with my clients, I am there for them 
in so much as I am helping them to see what kind of self-support do I need if business and life is a roller coaster and sometimes it's up and sometimes it's down, I am going to need different types of self-support in that journey, on that ride. And the self-support that I need doesn't look like what the reels are telling me on Instagram that I should need. It doesn't look like what my other mates who have businesses too. It doesn't look like what they say that their self-support looks like because what they all don't know is I have these fucking demons that live inside my mind. And so my self-support just looks like taming them demons or whatever the example is for you. So for some people... At some times in life, self-support for them looks like going to hot yoga. For some people in other times of life, it means having a journaling session and getting all of the shit out of your brain. And I suppose the reason that I'm bringing that up, self-sufficiency, self-support, self-resourcefulness and cultivating that is because I know that this is going to be a possibly a controversial opinion, but I am going to say it. And I don't necessarily, I'm going to say it and I'm not even necessarily saying that I'm going to agree with myself in the next episode. I'm just evolving and navigating through things too. I don't know if I want my clients to be chasing after their dream board life, their vision board life, their best life. I think that for me, I think that my work slots in in so much as I want my clients to be in this moment with themselves in life and in business now. What does it look like for you to self-support in this moment now what does this what does it look like for you to find resource resourcefulness within yourself now and for many many of my clients that just looks like not giving themselves as much shit and how do we do that and that's the work that we do right so I wanted to mention that before I head into this episode because I wanted to let you guys know that the more I'm experiencing my business and the more I'm supporting my clients in my business the more I'm realizing that People come to the table wanting to have their shit together when actually, when I translate that, what they actually mean is I appreciate that I'm going to have to go through some shit in life, in business. I just want to be okay while I go through that shit. I just want to stop giving myself shit as I go through that shit. I just, (laughs) how many times can I say shit? I just want to support myself as I go through that. And yeah, it would be great if I could build in a future and cultivate a future version of what my life and business looks like. But I also want to live and thrive and enjoy my life right now, even if right now doesn't look the way I'd love it to look, you know? So this episode, having your shit together through tough times in business, I've got one, two, three points to make, and I'm going to tell you what they are, and then we're going to dive into them. Number one, not abandoning yourself. Number two, not making yourself wrong. Number three, what does that say? building in support so your business can support you. Right, let's go. So first thing is the title of this episode was misleading and I'm not sorry. The title of this episode was having your shit together through tough times in business, in in life. No, let me rephrase it. Having your shit together in business when you're going through tough times in life. That's what this episode is about. And the reason that it's um, a bit naughty of me to have named it that is because I've named it that because you've that's why you've clicked on this episode because you want to have your shit together. But I actually, what I know from working with my clients is you don't necessarily want to have your shit together. You just want to be okay when your shit isn't together. That. And so the first point is not abandoning yourself. Through my client calls, particularly this week, and they're going, they they are going through some heavy shit and at the same time trying to run a business. And also from my own personal experience, um, life has not been straight and easy lately. I think that the first thing that I want to bring to the table on not abandoning yourself is oftentimes what we want to do is 
we want to avoid the darker emotions. And there's a point that I want to make on this that I'm going to make in the next section, which is not making yourself wrong. But in avoiding the darker emotions, when you're going through something that's really painful and at the same time, you've got a business to run, it can often feel very hard when you hear people like me saying, definitely do some self-inquiry, definitely do some journaling. It can often feel too painful to face that shit. So what we end up doing is like scrolling through reels. I know for me, I scroll scroll through reels of people cooking and cleaning and cute animals. <laughs> That's mine. You will know what yours is. Like you will know what the algorithm brings to you when you're numbing out. And I know for me, I it's been fed to me that you shouldn't numb out and it's a bad thing to numb out. But when you're going through a really painful experience, sometimes, I'm not saying always, sometimes not abandoning yourself looks like numbing out. Sometimes not abandoning yourself looks like numbing out, looks like just taking yourself into a Netflix series for an hour just to settle yourself down as you go through some really heavy shit. And this point, this first point of not abandoning yourself, being with those darker emotions, is just giving yourself the space and freedom. Acts of kindness that make me cry, this feeds my soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so for you, I'm just looking at Instagram. I did say that I wasn't going to look at the comments, but here I am looking at the comments. Just going to close the door because Jimmy's coming in and the dogs will bark. Hang on. So someone's just said over on Instagram on live, acts of kindness that make me cry, this feeds my soul. You know... Not abandoning yourself looks like doing things that nourish you, doing things that nurture you, doing things that make you feel a little bit better about the shit show that you're experiencing in life. And so I don't personally feel, I think that it's it's a self-abandoning act to restrict yourself from the things that actually feed your soul. So, and it, it, this sort of links into my next point about not making yourself wrong, but I'll just jumble it all together because that's how we that's how we do things. Sometimes what we do is we do that and then the next day we go, oh my God, like yesterday I scrolled on Instagram for like two hours. And it's like, we do the things that feed our soul. It's not necessarily making you productive. It's not necessarily moving you forwards. It's not, and I'll I'll talk about that in a minute, but it is feeding your soul. Looking at acts of kindness that make you cry is what the algorithm is bringing you for good reason. It knows that that's what you like to look at. And if it's feeding your soul, that's helping you cope with the shit show that's going on in your life, right? And I'm not a therapist. (laughs) I don't know if it's right or wrong. But what I do know is when my clients come to me and they make themselves wrong for those acts that help them when there is some really dark stuff going on for them, I certainly don't think that I want to hear my clients making themselves wrong about that. I think that that's a layer of shit and shame that they're giving themselves that isn't really necessary. It isn't really helpful and it isn't conducive to them getting through this shit show over time. The next point that I've got to make on this is learn what it looks like for you as an adult to mother yourself, to nurture yourself, to nourish yourself. I've got to say, percentage, a sort of equal percentage of my clients haven't necessarily experienced, um, let's call it a healthy mothering experience. And I, I say that I'm not meaning that they've been neglected. I'm not meaning that they've been ill-treated. I'm not meaning anything like that. 
what I am meaning is they've sort of grown up with the conditioning of mothering that sounds like, well, that's silly. You know, pull yourself together or small things that aren't necessarily neglect, but they might be emotional bypassing. And that's not even their mom's fault because that's probably how they were raised to deal with things. So we're not pointing the finger. We're not blaming and shaming here. And by the way, this is a lot of the stuff that we're going to be covering in my upcoming program, um, coaching program Evolve. I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. But what it does mean for them as an adult, so I think I'm 36 now. What it does mean as an adult is I've carried for 36 years what I think it looks like to mother myself through experiences. And if I've been raised from a perspective of, oh, that's a bit silly and pull yourself together and get your shit together and don't be so silly, you're stronger than that. Then that's what I, that's what how I'm going to be mothering myself in moments where if life is a shit show, that's how I'm going to think that it's normal to treat myself. So we have to learn just through it's not it's not this isn't like groundbreaking stuff. We have to learn how to nourish and nurture and look after ourselves when life is a shit show if we haven't had that model to us as we were growing up, and that looks like taking responsibility of our needs and requirements which again probably hasn't been modeled to you that it's okay to have needs and it's okay to have requirements that's a different episode but it takes us to to have responsibility for them and then just once I've Jim the dogs have been fed take responsibility for them and then give ourselves what we need and and acknowledge that we need to learn what we need because we might, up until this point, we might not have actually recognized that we don't know what we need. That learning what it looks like for you as an adult now to nurture yourself, to nourish yourself, to look after yourself, particularly in times of when life is a complete shit show and you've got a business to run, you know? Quite often I find with my clients when they come to the table, they haven't stepped back and even known to ask themselves that question. And they'll say to me, God, Nikki, that's such a simple thing. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's powerful because if we've never even thought to ask ourselves, how am I best nourishing and nurturing and looking after myself right now? And the question I want to give to you in this episode is what would be the most powerful act for you to create safety within yourself right now? And that could be physically, like if you're someone who is deeply affected by their environment and what's around them, it could be in that way. Or it could simply be in the way that you're speaking to yourself up here. So if you're not watching the video on Spotify, I'm pointing to my head. Or it could be um, something even more simple, like the rate that you're breathing. You know, if you're out and about and you haven't got a moment to sit and give yourself a little pat-pat. And I say that and people laugh every time that I say that. And I'm like, no, really? Have you tried sitting and holding yourself and giving yourself a pat and rocking yourself? I'm telling you, that shit works. (laughs) Have you started to learn what it looks like for you as an adult to look after yourself? And then the last point that I've got on not abandoning yourself is when my clients come to the table, when life is a shit show and they've got a business to run, is quite often they'll come and the first five minutes is all of the spilling out of how they've catastrophized about what's happened and what's going to happen. So 
this particularly happens by the way in the get unstuck calls so my one-to-one work there's two options there's get unstuck which is a one-off call and then there's the inner work journey where I have one-to-one spaces for four months with individuals and when they first come to the call if life is a shit show and they've got a business to run what I'll notice about what they're doing is they're catastrophizing what's happened what's happening and what's about to happen so it'll come out in ways that they say things like I've ruined everything or I haven't done anything in my business, or um, things are going to mess up now because I haven't paid attention to what I need to pay attention to. And what I often find more often than not is, one, that's not true. It's not that they've not been doing anything in business. It's that their emotions are that high and their internal world is chaos. That actually the things that they have been doing is just random shit and doesn't even take them any closer to, um, what's the word? giving them the outcome that they need, which is normally for people to be, if they're a service-based business, for people to be booking in with them and paying them to work with them. So quite often we just like do random shit that's like low level activity, but also it's not true as in they're giving themselves this story of life is a shit show. I'm trying to run a business and now my business is also turning into a shit show. And when we take a step back and we look at the facts, more often than not, that's not true. But what our brain seems to do to us in those moments is it seems to tell us this lie that, look, you're no good in any of these areas. You're no good in your life because you're not handling that shit. You're no good as a mother or as a wife because you fall fall into bits every two minutes. You're not looking after yourself. You're not exercising. And, oh, would you look at that? You're not doing very well in business either. And it's like it compounds on top of each other. And so taking a step back from all of that and reassessing the situation through objective eyes, asking yourself the question, am I really failing here? Am I really failing here? When I see myself through encouraging eyes, supportive eyes, am I really failing in all of these places? The answer is normally not. The answer is normally you're not failing in any of those areas. You're just going through a really fucking hard time. That That's normally what's, what is more truthful than I'm a failure because all of this is a shit show. Um, the next point, so there's two more points and then I'm going to wrap the episode up. The next point is not making yourself wrong. What I see more often than not is... Um, like I explained earlier, people are shutting themselves and people are holding themselves to other people's standards. And yeah, they're the two, there's other points around that, but they're the two main points I want to make here. The two things that I see people doing the most when um, life is a shit show and they are running a business, number one is shutting themselves. I should be doing this. I should be doing more of that. I should be doing less of that. I shouldn't be feeling like that. I should be a bigger person, I should be able to cope with that. I should be more resilient. Should, 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 should. And all of that shoulding, it's it's almost what I see when I can see my clients doing that. It's like, not only are they having to expend all of this energy on handling the shit show that's going on in their life whilst they keep their business running, on top of all of that, they are shoulding, they're pouring energy into these standards of being and feeling and doing that have been conditioned into them through many, usually through their personal and professional upbringing. And in doing so, it's like it's like someone is just pouring out of a cup. That's the best way I can explain it. It's like, by the end of the day, not only are they dealing with everything they're dealing with, but on top of that, they're making themselves wrong because they should be handling it better. They should be handling it differently. 
And it's like the moment that I can teach, the moment I can cultivate the skill within my clients of them to be able to give themselves grace and knowing and trusting that giving themselves grace in that moment doesn't mean letting themselves off the hook. It doesn't mean that they're going to lose motivation. It doesn't mean anything other than stop being a dickhead to yourself and treating yourself like nothing that you do is right and nothing that you could do would be right so that you can navigate the shit show that is life and run your business at the same time. Because when things aren't going as we want them to go or as we would hope that they go, the last thing that you actually do need in that moment is shudding yourself because that's the way it should be over there and I'm not conforming with that. So I'll give you a couple of examples before I leave this point um, from client calls. Things like, but I should be showing up more and be more visible in my business right now. And because I'm not, then stuff is going to go wrong. I should be handling it better. I shouldn't be this emotional about it. Can you hear that all of these ideas of what it looks like in order to run a successful business at the same time as your life being a bit tricky isn't helpful? And actually those ideas, when we deconstruct them together on our calls, when we deconstruct them and we say, well, how true is that for you? Can you find evidence in your past where, you like I know for my clients, for example, for the ones who operate um social media accounts, some posts that they put out there, they have poured themselves into, they've carefully constructed them, and they've gone down like a lead balloon. Other posts that they've pulled over at the side of the road, written it down, screenshotted it and whacked it out. People have gone mad for. And I think that what I'm trying to get at here is it just goes to show that sometimes when we're trying our hardest and when we're trying to give and give and give and give and should ourselves, because even with all of that, we should be doing more. It actually doesn't work out <laughs> as we plan because the energy behind it that, that is being carried is, but it's not enough. It's not enough. I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not being enough. I should be different. I should be more. I should be doing less of that. I should be behaving differently. I should feel differently. And I'm asking you to drop those shoulds. And I'm asking you to look out for, pay attention to, observe and acknowledge where you're holding yourself to other standards that are not conducive to you supporting yourself through a tricky time in life at the same time as running a business. That. And then the last point I'm going to wrap the episode up is because I'm bloody starving. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, is building in the support in business so that the business can support you. One of the things that I um, I find really useful, so quite often people will say to me, well, how do you just think of these things? Like, how do you think of a podcast episode, write it down in four points and then just get going? Is because I leave space. That's That's my best answer for you. <laughs> I leave space in my day so that if if inspiration strikes i'm like right let's let's jump on this let's do an episode i can't do all of that if i don't leave space now you can take that concept and you can apply it to all other areas in your business so for example maybe you're someone who you i'm going to give you this example because a, a lot of my clients are female or women let's say you have a monthly cycle and you know for one week out of the month you are out you have checked out, you need to be on a couch with a hot water bottle waiting for the world to be okay again. <laughs> Let's say that that's the case for you. If you know that about yourself, why are you trying to run your business like that's not true? 
that that is exactly what I mean the more you know about yourself the more you acknowledge about yourself the more you don't make yourself wrong or like one day you should be different and when you're different it's all going to be easier for you you're you it's that simple you're you you need what you need you require what you require and also your business should be supporting you you haven't set up your own business so that you can operate like an employee in a corporation you haven't you've set up your business so that at the points where you as you as a unique human you need it to support you back that it can so for example i'm going to give you some really practical examples but they might not be relevant to you based on the business that you run some really practical examples are things like even though it doesn't feel as good and as juicy and as fiery to do it schedule instagram posts if that's what you do just schedule them out so that you know well something's going out there even if i don't feel like showing up Another of my clients today said, you know, I've got, I don't feel like being visible in my business at the moment, but I've got such good content that I've put out there in the past. And I'm like, cool, go and look at the flurry of inquiries you've had. Um, She had a flurry of inquiries in November and January. I'm like, just go back on all your old content, dig into your archives in Instagram stories of you talking to camera because that seemed to work for her. Go to your most high-performing podcast episode and just put that shit out there again. Allow your business and the processes within your business to support you when you need support. And you might be sat there thinking, but I didn't know that I was going to need support. Cool. Well, now you've listened to this episode, perhaps you'll think about building that in because we never know when life, I could step outside this room now and my life could be different based on what, how my husband's day been and what's happened. And you all know how that works. You all know that there's uncertainty in life and in business. And our job is to help us be okay and us self-support, us create self-sufficiency, cultivate resourcefulness within ourselves and create that self-support so that we can be okay when we feel like everything is a shit show. So I hope from this episode that you have got some ideas of how you can create that self-sufficiency within yourself when life is a shit show and you've got a business to run. This is the kind of work that I do with my clients. And this is absolutely creating this and digging into this is the work that we're going to be doing in Evolve. It starts the 18th of April. There are eight spaces available. Go to tlb.org.uk forward slash evolve. And if you're not sure, just inquire, just contact me, DM me, email me, all of the stuff that you need is on that page. Um, but I'm asking you to, if, if this episode has been enough for you, fantastic. I'm asking you, if you want to do this work with me, to inquire, to ask questions, to see if it's right for you. So on that note, I'm going to wrap the episode up here. Please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on 